Hey, if you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713-322-HURT. That's 713-322-HURT. Or you can go to the website, DaspitLaw.com. Live from the CCA Golf Tournament at Wildcat Golf Club, it's John and Lance, safely curled up in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios with Del Olalea. And the Astros hold on to a 1-0 win yesterday. And now, if Kessinger throws on the money, it bounces over there. The Astros have done it. The Astros have done it again in 2023. The kings of the American League West remain the Houston Astros. Six consecutive full season titles and six of the last seven years. A lot of people were wondering what it was going to be like if the Astros didn't win the division. I guess we'll never know. <laughs> Great stuff there. Great stuff. Alex Bregman in the locker room after the game. The big celebration. Was Sparky wasted? Did Sparky get wasted yesterday? Uh, I don't know because it wasn't. When did what time did the Rangers lose? What? Oh, they were done for. No, no, they were done. They were done in the seventh inning, in the eighth inning. That that game was over. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You no, know, they knew. They knew as soon as they, it it ended. I, it, it didn't travel to Europe that quickly. So. Oh, you were uh, you were on a plane, huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, by so the way, Lance the, is back, everyone. Oh, good morning, Lance is here. FC. Oh yeah. Oh, mon ami, Pepe Le Pew is here. Okay. It's it was amazing. Went to Berlin. Went to Paris. Spent uh, Amsterdam, Bruges, and, you know, one of the things I take back is your American baseball is fine, but our team blasting the Americans in Ryder Cup is one thing that I'm, like, very proud of what Europe was able to do. Oh, were you? And we were able to take an early lead on you and then hang on, and then I come back and find out that our American baseball team – uh, has done nice things. Our American football team has done mm-hmm. nice things. Mm-hmm. So that's really good to find out. Okay. So you know, now, people have been shot for less, you being a traitor. Traitor, yeah. They shoot people for stuff like this. Yeah. Okay, you're traitor. rooting for Euro, the Euros in the in the Ryder Cup? Uh, it's just my home team. Okay. Yeah, well, I know you're part I of the community. I was there for the entire – I was – John even said, it's true. Once he's there, he's part of the community. That's it. So uh, yeah, I was just the entire, just the entire. Name, wherever you are when the European name three of your guys <coughs> on your team. John Feitzfamer from Jan Jan Jan, Jan. Uh, Brixton McDowell from oh. Ireland, and probably uh, Rory McIlroy. Rory McIlroy. Yep. Well, what about your guy that drinks tequila? Oh, John Rom. John Rom. <laughs> Who? Okay. Brooks Kepka's such a little bitch. Can we just say oh, this? What time I mean, is it? 701. Wow. I mean, let's just be He's real. He's back and all right. Did you see? I, this thought, is you like, were, this I thought you went to I, Europe I, I, and came I, back. I'm going to. Yeah, and I'm mad at this American who's talking about my guy, John Rahm, who not only is my European friend, but also drinks Maestro de Bell and speaks for him. You can't be refined because you're European now. In one minute, you use the B yeah, word. Yeah, the B word. They don't say that over there. They say the C word, they but not say the B word. The next word. Yeah. yeah. They say the next A, B, C. That's what yeah. they say. There's other. It depends on where you're standing. Yeah, yeah, right. They don't say it so much in Germany. Yeah. No. The German people are England polite more. people. It's like they won't. Across the streets when it's there's no cars well, coming, but it's red. They're like chronic rule followers. Well, they've now. been beaten down. <laughs> I know like, by history. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, no, I, it just let's get to. I mean, we got big things to talk about. But I mean, Brooks Kepka, 
crying about getting beaten, and he said something about maybe if I was if I wasn't pout. pouting around when I get beat. Like, what are you talking about? You just got you got whacked by a guy who played great, made incredibly no, he didn't clutch. Get whacked, they got tied by. Well, they got they tied. Got, yeah. It looked like they were going to win. Right. And John Rom kept making shot that after shot after shot again yesterday against Scheffler in the yeah. singles, and so I he mean, comes so. out like, well, "I'm not a baby about <laughs> Like, folks, just go put your. What is his thongs that he wears? He wears Put he your wears thongs thong. on. Yeah, he wears a thong. Every man does. Okay, so. Uh, Let's get to. Uh, C.J. Stroud doesn't. C.J. He wears know. grown man you boxer don't know briefs. What, you don't know what C.J. Boxer Stroud. briefs. He might have a. He, you, don't, you don't know. Boxer briefs. I noticed this. Well, I got it sent to it. But on his thigh pads, uh-huh. he has a cross. Did you know that? Bless up. No, I didn't. Yeah. But I do know that his. on. He you. was a he's a Christian guy. He mentions a, it. He mentions well, his a, dad is like a pastor. He mentions it all the time. On his thigh pad here, uh-huh. you see a cross on there, yeah. as opposed to his number or something else. He he's got a cross on there. He is a very religious guy and it's paying Ooh, off for him. Anti T Bowers are not gonna like that. Well who's an anti T why, why would you be an anti T Bower guy who goes a to a lot of people in NFL is anti T does castrations or something? No, not castrations. <laughs> Get to the next subject. Castration. Wait, no. Circumcision. Way different. Way different. What are you That's saying? Substantially different. I really wish missionaries did that. There'd be a whole different vibe about them. <laughs> well, in some countries, they should. You think? I'm here, okay. to, I'm here to eliminate your entire population. Yeah. <laughs> we're, not, we're not trying to, yeah, those not trying called, to give you the Gospels. John, those are called the Crusades yeah. back in the day. Uh, it's close to the same thing. Anyway, so, so um, yeah, C.J. Stroud, listen, I was there. I got to tell you, to, for him to go on the road like he did. <laughs> in and front of to, all those Steelers fans. In, in front of all those Steelers fans and to dominate – the way that he did that first drive, I'm. You want to talk about? I'm. I got. I got to give it up. I. I'm telling you, and this is my biggest fear, and it was my biggest fear when you hired D'Amico Ryan's, is that you're going to bring in a Bobby Slowick, and Bobby Slowick is not going to be here for long. Bobby Slowick, what he is doing with this offensive line, that two weeks in a row now he has not gotten sacked. That's incredible. It is incredible that this is happening here. That CJ, well, listen, and CJ's making everything on time. Sometimes he's getting rid of the ball before, but he's not taking any. He's not taking uh, hits. He's, he's not taking sacks. Smart, being so he's, smart. The first drive there. The first drive there were uh, there were two different uh, there were two dif- different uh, screen passes that were, one would have been a touchdown. They got called right. back. But the other one was a brilliant screen pass where they just took advantage of the uphill nature of – and Slowick just said, we'll use it against you. It's we'll all. just run some in our – we'll just run some screen passes, get you off. That's just smart play calling, just really smart play calling. Bobby Slowick has been a great play caller. C.J. Stroud works exceptionally well on this offense. This is a great offense, and I told people this that I did other shows on, and I've talked about it here. This is like the best offense you could be in is the, the boot action, play action stuff. And Bobby Slowick is also – that's not an automatic win to be in this offense. You've got to have a play caller who's, who's good. But Bobby Slowick has been really good at putting C.J. in position to uh, – he's kind of figured out how to call the game differently because the offensive line hasn't been holding up. So he's calling it differently, which is what you want a good play, play caller to do. C.J. Stroud is the most – you know, he's one of the most accurate – ball placement quarterbacks that I've studied the last three years. He missed a couple passes yesterday. He's the most accurate since I saw since Joe Burrow. Joe was on a different level. But um, C.J. Stroud, though, in a general sense, in the first half, 
in the first half he was he was very accurate. Yeah, yeah he he missed a few, but in general, well, I can't blame him. I mean, he a couple of times he just said, "I'm getting I'm getting the ball out." I'm no, I'm just, I'm just getting it out. And 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 if the, and, and he couldn't throw the guy open. But you said this when you were you studied his tape. His his ball accuracy down the field was tremendous at Ohio tremendous, State. Tremendous, tremendous, and his his ability to throw uh, to players in stride to where they catch it in stride for yards after contact is just. You know, it's it was it was better than Bryce Young, it was better than any of the other quarter. Bryce and CJ were way ahead of the other two, Levis and Anthony Richardson. But I tell you what's interesting is CJ Stroud. I saw in that game against Georgia, which Stroud's tape was just okay, and then he played Georgia, and it's like wow, it's really really good. He's moving, he's being mobile, he's throwing on the run. He started doing things in that game that you didn't see, and so as a scout, you say, well, I see it. So he can do it again. He can replicate it. And I saw it, and I didn't see it against uh, Northwestern. I saw it against Georgia. And so you say, okay, well, maybe he can do it again. And then people kind of panicked after the first two games, which were silly to me, to panic that early. I mean, you got to let this play out with healthy guys. But he showed flashes, too. He he did look good. But he flashed. We talked Uh, about it. I'm talking about Twitter, really. And now look how quickly it's come around in the next. He's got three straight games. Uh, Do you know he is the first quarterback since, I think it's Joe Namath, to go for uh, to go his first. I know he's the first since Gardner Minshew to have thirty pass attempts and no interceptions in his first four games as starter. The first; those are the only two players that have done that. Then you've got uh, he's the first player since nineteen seventy uh, with over two hundred and eighty-five yards passing. I think it is, and they have two touchdowns. And in, in uh, or I'll have to see what the stat is, but he's doing things. He's doing things that are are. You haven't seen a lot of. He's the first one to do it since 1970. I'll look up exactly what it was, but um, now, okay. So we talked about this last week. You weren't here. For, you weren't here all last week, so you didn't even get to talk about the Jaguars game. Is you know what? Yeah. Uh, 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 interceptions. That's fine and good. Uh, if he if he makes a mistake and throws a pick, uh, it, uh, you you don't kill him for it. Peyton Manning threw 28 interceptions his rookie year. The second year he was 13 and three. You know, it's not a but that's huge rare. indicator. You have that many and you're going to be in trouble. So no. Peyton must have made some because you throw that many nowadays. I don't know a quarterback that come back from it. I don't see it anymore. I love not giving the ball away. No, I do. I too. don't want him throwing interceptions. Oh, well, you think to me, he loves it. And his I, quarterback is taking. So I want to point this out. A lot of people talk about S two, S two, S two. This is why when you talk to Brandon Alley, who was on the air with us, who is one of the creators of the S two, it's not meant as a number one. It's not a wonder. Like it doesn't measure intelligence. It measures cognitive processing, but it measures it, it, it measures it in three different ways. One of them is sifting through moving parts quickly and how you process throwing windows. But in this offense, it kind of eliminates that. Like, this offense is, is uniquely suited to take away some of, the, some of the tight window throws because you're throwing to levels. You know, it's, it's a levels offense. The other one is uh, uh, the other measurement, which I'd be interested to see what C.J. scored, is your decision-making in terms of your process of, of, of risk, risk analysis, how quickly you can analyze risk. Like, Eli Manning, uh, Brett Favre, uh, 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 um, what's his name? Uh, Jameis Winston, terrible in that regard. They always think they can just. They're like, eh, I can do it. I'm just gonna. Th- I'm just gonna cut it loose. I'm a gunslinger. I can make that throw. And it turns into mistakes. So far, what CJ what CJ Stroud has done shows me that I don't know what he scored on that test in that particular area, but he's not making those mistakes. Now, in the first game, he had some that could have been picks, but since then, 
He's taking care of the football, and I guarantee you D'Amico Ryans couldn't be more excited about it. As a matter of fact, when we get to this, we come back uh, after our first break, we'll get to D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud because we've got some sound from those guys. But it was a Texans win, and, John, it was a, an Astros win. And honestly, so I go on the road, and they start losing to the Royals again. They lose to the A's. Well, they lose to the Royals. Yeah. And then they're up and down, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to go out of town. They're going to miss the play. It looked like they were going to miss the playoffs. They were out of the playoffs at So one when point. you were gone, they put out, like, the Monday, last Monday, I think they put out uh, post-season post post tickets. And the, the response by people on Twitter was, what are you, who, are you people, you're not even going to make the playoffs. This is, you got poor timing. Did know your really? audience. Oh, yeah. Everybody was like, what are you doing? You're putting out postseason tickets now. Well, they went into, when they went into Seattle, uh, into Seattle and they won two out of three. Of course, they won the first game, lost the second game, and the world was falling apart. Then they came back and won. And then they, and then the Mariners took care of business against the Rangers. I, I did not believe that they could win th- uh, all three games against Arizona. I just didn't, th- especially since Arizona was fighting for its playoff life as well. But to give up. Was it at home or on the road? To give up just two runs. Did you beat Arizona at home or on the road? You beat them there. Yeah. yeah. You I mean, didn't think they could win? Yeah, well, that is true. <laughs> that is true. You didn't want to play them at home. Yeah, no, right. Where would well, you be in Seattle? Where'd you beat? Uh, win two out of three in Seattle. You, in Seattle. Five of the last six you win, and it's on the road. It's, uh, and now, unfortunately, you got a home series. Now you got a home series. Yeah. Well, but you do get the two on the road. You just have to steal one at home. That's all you yeah, got to do. Yeah, just if you can steal one. If you can steal one steal at home. Steal one at home. You got the two on the road against either the uh, either Toronto or Minnesota. What happens if the Astros win Game One and they and they do? Hey guys, you got the one win. How's it feel going on? Oh, job's not done. Job's <laughs> not done. They treat like an NBA series. Yeah. Job's not done. I know we got one here. Yeah. We got one here. Let's but go we're for going to go for two. It speaks we're about gonna... this team's mentality that we're going to go for two. We're not going to let up. <laughs> uh, it, it's remarkable. It is remarkable that this team cannot play at home and how good they are on the road. Can it's we... an us-against-them mentality. With we haven't team. mentioned this, man, because we talk a lot of Texans, Sir Bregman's quote, but Arkady. Arkady was awesome. Look, it reminded me of what he did against the Nationals um, when the Nationals were down 2-0 and he went in there and won that game. Uh, we didn't know much about him, but he comes in. We thought we were talking on Friday about the Astros have their two best pitchers, J.P. France, and then we got Justin Verlander. And our kid, he's like, nah, I got this. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about but it. But J.P. France, his wife gets dehydrated. He's got to go to the hospital, and he's going to miss the start. He's like, hey, drink some water. Hey, can you get some water, please? Uh, and and he misses the start, and it couldn't have worked out better because Jose Urquidy was fa- – now, this Diamondbacks team is a little limited, okay? Yeah, I was looking at them. But, ooh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Bunch of yeah. slap hitters. Yeah. <laughs> outside of Gear- Carol outside, outside of Yuli's brother. Outside of Yuli's brother. Where's the power in that lineup? Well, there ain't none. Yeah. But Carroll is a really good offensive player, which they came up – he came up with second and third against. But okay, if you're going to mention Urquidy, you got to mention Neris and yeah. his gigantic uh, stones. His his relief, yes, his gigantic stones. When he came in in relief and shut them down and got Marte on that, those three changeups were fantastic. And then to get the pop up to end the inning, it was it could not have been better. Neris was fantastic. And then they and they go on to win one to nothing, and 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 basically they clinch the playoff spot, and then go and win the division yesterday. Just uh, what a weekend! Well, you know we have a lot of big weekends here. 
How many times have they gone? We got back and going. Oh, well, that wasn't that. That was. Well, the, I, this I, is a big one because you feel like. Uh, look, I know Pittsburgh's actually terrible right now. I mean, they really they're a name more than a team right now. But Houston dominated them. They went on the road and beat Jacksonville. They made Trevor Lawrence and. Kenny Pickett looks silly in a lot of regards defensively. You got the running game going, and this is you're still missing offensive linemen left and right. This is D'Amico and the calm and the poise of D'Amico. You see it now. The team is worried about process. They're not worried about game by game. You got the Astros. I mean, they didn't back into – I mean, some people might say they backed into the division. They won five of their well, last they, six. They grabbed it late. Yeah, they did. They, they, grabbed it late. they, had, to grabbed it. they yeah. had to win all those games, and they did. Who would you have rather been seen out of the playoffs? It's pretty sweet seeing the Mariners <laughs> yeah, out of the uh, playoffs. It would have been funny to watch the Rangers go from thinking they were going to win the no, division to got, out of the playoffs. I think got the best of both worlds. The Mariners out of the playoffs. They and get those pitchers And the out. Rangers lost on the final day. They lost, yeah. a, they lost yeah. the division right. on the final day. Right, And their fans are... Oh, they are the the worst. What a fan base. They are destroying that team and how how awful that team. Now, how about the Rangers? You go from the division to now having to go to Tampa on Tuesday and using up all your pitching. I don't think they get out of Tampa. Tampa, that was the worst-case scenario to be the fifth seed in this deal, to have to go to Tampa and play that team with their pitching. And in that mausoleum, the worst. That's the worst-case scenario for anybody in the playoffs. And then after that, you get Baltimore. The Astros got the best case scenario. They got the Twins or Toronto, and 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 then they got and then and then you know then they go to to either uh, either Tampa comes here or they go to the, to Baltimore for the ALCS again. I mean, it could not have worked out better. All right, we got a break. When we come back, we will hear. Uh, we got sound from D'Amico, and we've got uh, all kinds of stuff to to talk about. If you want to get in, someone three seven eight zero three seven seven six. We are live at Wildcat Golf Club for the CCA golf tournament today here at Wildcat Golf Club. We'll talk about it on the other side, but right now, Underdog, Underdog Fantasy Company. That uh, well, I've been look. I I played a lot of different fantasy football. I've had a lot of different opportunities. To, to, to do things on a lot of different platforms. But i got to tell you right now, Underdog Fantasy is the one that comes up with <clears throat> the most creative opportunities for you, and that includes the ability to take advantage of their, their new feature that they have. And I played you know, I, I the daily fantasy. I played season-long fantasy. But right now, you got a chance to get these, these mystery uh, special picks live in the Pick'em Lobby. It's a mystery special pick. So what is it going to be? Well, when you sign up for Underdog Fantasy, you can do it online uh, at underdogfantasy.com or on the app. <laughs> Use promo code Lance, and in your first deposit, they're going to add up to $100. They're going to match up to $100 of your first deposit. And when you go to the Pick'em tab on the bottom uh, left, you're going to click that you're going to go see the different pick'ems where you can go higher or lower on the stats they put out for all these individual players and all these games. And you're above it, you're going to see one of the special mystery picks, which they're going to give you an opportunity to boost your wins. And sometimes you can choose between a super, super easy one, like .5 rushing yards, higher or lower. Well, that's an automatic W they're giving you. Or they'll give you another one that will boost uh, your wins up even higher. So make sure that you check out the mystery pick because that's a feature that no one else is doing right now, and they're doing it right now at my friends over at Underdog Fantasy. And it's just a great way to enjoy the game more. Monday night, Sunday night, and tonight's Monday night, so they'll have the action ready for you. It's it's uh, my friends over at Underdog Fantasy. That's underdogfantasy.com. Or download the app. Use promo code Lance on your first deposit. 
You must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concern with your play? Call 800-GAMBLER or visit uh, ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Live from the CCA Golf Tournament at Wildcat Golf Club, it's John and Lance, safely curled up in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios with Del Olalea. Hey, welcome back live at Wildcat Golf Club for the CCA Golf Tournament. If, if you're, what the? It's worth, Collins Worth. If, Collins Worth, not Colin Ham. For, Wow. If no one can hear you, by the way. Put your so, headset on. So this is uh, a I great I saw Chris Collihan was uh, – not Chris Collihan. Chris Collinsworth was trending, and I'm like, what did he do now? I was – I fell asleep for the game. I, You know, I was getting back. I'm jet lag. So um, <laughs> I don't know what he said, but I've got – when I've just – sometimes when you go down a trending topic, you don't expect to see hardcore images. <laughs> Videos. That's true. And with Collinsworth, I'm seeing a lot. I'm seeing a lot of whoever this wrestler you keep is. You putting a G in there. It's Collinsworth. 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 That's oh, yeah. Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Yeah, doing stuff. And then there's a picture of a referee and Pat Mahomes exchanging jerseys <laughs> at, at the end of the game. Was it that bad? Did the refs really screw the Jets that badly? You shouldn't be changing, exchanging jerseys <laughs> with a ref at the end of the game, which somebody photoshopped in. Uh, yeah, I, didn't, I didn't hear the. I didn't listen to the game. Um, I was. I had enough football for the night. I just watched something else. But yeah, he he gets that every every Sunday. Collinsworth will catch it from people. He's not. He's I mean, polarizing. Really? I saw, this I've, is what I've seen that. John Lance, I can't see your what you're I, I, watching. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. People is Collinsworth this bad? That it's a. It's a lot of images simulating uh, something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I know. You I've, know all these? I've seen. I'm I've a, never seen any of I'm these I'm a child kids. of, or gro- now a grown man of the internet. I've seen all of those things. Okay, so let me ask you this before we get back to the Texans real quick. Is, I know the NFL thinks this, that this uh, Taylor Swift thing is great for them. They do. I mean, it's bringing new eyes and new audience, new audiences. Oh, yeah. You got Zach, or who you got? Hugh Jackman the, there, Ryan Reynolds. You got Blake, all these. Blake Lively. Oh, Blake Lively. They're all coming in with uh, what's her name and. I, the NFL absolutely loves this. This is this couldn't happen with like, well, we do. Uh, Jackson Mahomes basically doesn't exist anymore. Thankfully, thank goodness. Yeah, what, but what, you would you rather Ryan Reynolds or Jackson Mahomes? Is Brittany going to be pissed or is she going to Brit- pal up with Brittany? She already has. They, she's she, palled up, right? Yeah, she she yeah. was out in New York City. She, uh, Brittany Mahomes, um, Taylor Swift. And some actress had a rest. Were at a restaurant on on, on okay. Saturday night. Yeah. Okay. No, they're they're girls now. Okay. They're so buddies. until until she breaks up with Travis Kelsey, but right. So this is this this gets new list. This might get. See, I don't think it's going to get new listeners for Taylor Swift. I've already noticed the NFL fans are getting so tired of the coverage because it's going to be lowest common denominator coverage, and it's going to be a ton of cutaways to. Uh, uh, to Taylor Swift, like you're already seeing, this would have been better if she was dating Daniel Jones. Because we were like, well, we don't care. We're not gonna have to watch Giants games. It doesn't matter. But she happens to be dating a player. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, Aren't the Giants would, on Monday night? And she would make the well, Giants. Well, yeah. Like, they're oh, on primetime like five times this she year. She would make the Giants huge. What are you talking about? Yeah, I guess we could. And, and if it was, it. The, it was right, Jacksonville, if she was dating. Well, she is dating Kenny Pickett. 
If she, then Pittsburgh would be no. Yes. They're losing a bunch of games. They're not getting flexed. It'd be insult. She wouldn't dare date Kenny Pickett. He's no, not, he's not a good enough player. No, she's going to date a it's good an, player. It's embarrassing. Yeah, no, no. It would be embarrassing for her to go to Pittsburgh and watch Kenny Pickett does do what he do. It's about love, Del. Is it? Yeah. It's Even about still, love. you don't want to be embarrassed by your partner. Like, does she want to show up in the, in the press box and Kenny Pickett's like fourteen for? 31 no. with, with two picks. He doesn't want to be there for <laughs> 91 that. 91 yards passing. His mom doesn't even want to be there for that. You think she does? No, she doesn't want to be there. Nobody wants to be there to see Kenny Pickett anymore. That is awful. Well, you don't have to now because the Texans took care of that. Took care of that See business. This? Yeah, he did hurt his knee. I'm not sure we call it taking care of that business I hear when from, he hurts his knee. I want to hear from D'Amico Ryans because I listen to a lot of the cuts from D'Amico and – I noticed that in, in, in the very first cut that we have listed, but I noticed that D'Amico is, you know, his questions, he, he does still give some coachy, coach speak kind of answers. But this is something where you just get the sense that D'Amico is all about what it's going to be. He doesn't get caught up in one game by one game. You know, Bill O'Brien is going to run hot or cold, just, for, just to use another coach's example, where O'Brien wasn't a bad coach, but he's a guy that's going to be so high, so low, so high, so low from any practice and and that's wears a team down. Yeah, it, you know Bob Knight. Those kind of coaches wear people out. They wear everyone out around them. D'Amico Ryan's does not have that. D'Amico Ryan's is like very cool, calm, and collected. And I think that's one of the reasons this team could lose the first two games, and they're not panicking at all. It's not what they were. This was never about a two-game season for them. No, this is. And here's D'Amico talking about. So this is what the first two games, you know, everybody was, oh, this is the same old Texans, same old Texans. And when they started to stall in the second half, I was like, uh-oh, here comes Pittsburgh. This is the same old, is the same old Texans, and it sure wasn't. D'Amico said this is what he came here to do. It feels awesome to get a win. That's what we're here to do, right, man? Me coming here taking this job, this is how we want to play football. We want to play winning football, and it starts with the guys in that locker room. I'm proud of what they've done, the work that they put in throughout the week, right? We're grinding through some hot days here in Houston. Nobody's complaining. Everybody's working, right, pressing forward, doing what they need to do, right, to get results on Sunday. And I'm proud of our guys, proud of our staff, everybody, right? If we keep playing the way we're playing, the, the, the results will come. So we're not focused on the results. We're just focused on the process, and we keep that mindset. It'll all take care of itself. It'll all take care, and it is all taking care of itself. So – I want to go through some of this, okay? Let's the first series. Boy, you want to talk about what a game plan, uh, man? How much do you miss Tim Kelly and Pep Hamilton right now? I wouldn't say I miss them, John. <laughs> how much is it good that you're missing them? I mean, I mean, how different is this? And, and we're what talking. Say about, I'm missing wait, them, Bob. We're talking about Austin Deculus, Jaren Christian. We're talking about Jared George Christian's Van. off the. These are guys off the practice off the, squad. Off, they pulled off the Christian street. off the street this week. He off was the off the street. street. Deculus had been put on. Wasn't he PS or was he just IR? I think he was practice dropped to practice squad. Jaron Christian's been here before. By the way, this is not the first year Jaron Christian has been a Texan. A Texan. Yeah, you might not even remember that. He's well, been around. He's in, well, it's great if, if he's on the field. It's a problem. He could be on the team. I don't no, care. No, they've got guys who are going to be street free agents in the very so near future. They go right. winning with them. I know, right? As soon as well, now we're hey, we're in week five now. Titus Howard, uh, Scruggs, got to be coming back. They, they got to be coming back. It's I, I, I don't I don't have much hope for Laramie Tunsil. It's a knee, and it this could be a problem. I don't know. We'll see. I I, I don't but, think it's. T- I know Titus Howard is already out there. No, I know where you're going. 
you're saying don't take chances. Let's keep running with these guys. Let's keep the hot hand. <laughs> Deculus. Is that what you're saying? Let's keep Deculus, Jaron Christian. You keep the hot hand out no. there. You don't mess with. Who's the guy? Who, That's not exactly who's what the I'm guy saying. who came in yesterday for uh, Green. There's another guy who's off the street. Yeah, off pretty much. I made practice squad. I think they elevated him that week. But who was it? Crimson McFlurry? No, McFlurry is a dessert. You know who's? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, right. you know who's putting himself, solidifying himself a little bit is Patterson. Yeah, uh, Patterson's a Patterson's. Last limited. week he graded out as their best uh, offensive line. Patterson is limited, but he's consistent. And there is a chance it'll be Patterson Scruggs in the future. Patterson Center Scruggs uh, left guard. There's a hundred percent chance that could be the case. Yeah, and and, and oh well, if Kenyon Green doesn't make it back, that's just that, oh well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm not. In my mind, I've kind of already written off Kenyon Green. I hate saying that. It's only been one year, but they're not tied to Kenyon Green. Uh, I, you know, the people I talk to, important people, will tell me. Not a lot of juice there in the building with Kenya. It's not his personality. He may not end up being a D'Amico guy. And if he he misses this whole year and other people play better at the same position, he wasn't their draft pick. Okay, so. It was Jimmy Morrissey. Who, Jim, oh, who came. from Pitt. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and Jimmy's Again? been with the Texans for Again? years. Again? Yeah, Jimmy's yeah. been with the Texans in different forms or fashions. Yeah. If, you, if yeah. you say so, Lance. Yeah, he has. So, Jimmy's been, Jimmy played for them last year and actually played okay at times. Okay, so. They ran the ball. Okay, so for first play, he uh, he misses the pass to Tank Dell. Incomplete. That's fine. D- Damian Pierce, 13-yard gain. With this offensive line. Sweet now, they right. ran, they went right a lot. They ran the ball so much more effective right uh-huh. with behind Fant and Mason. Yeah, they, the yeah, veterans. That, that, that makes a lot of sense. The NFL players. Yes, the, real, the true NFL players. Yeah. But then his mixing up. Of, and they averaged 3.4 yards, 3.7 yards of carry yesterday. That's fantastic for this offensive line. That's the best that they've been this year. Well, especially when you knew they were going to do it. They were making a point, And once they got ahead, you know, Pittsburgh can start playing for that a little bit. But, yeah, it's the first little sweep, the little pitch sweep that they had. Yeah. It was a zone scheme. It was an outside zone scheme. It was like a, a toss sweep, but it was a, an outside zone uh, uh, concept. Mason kind of, you know – Mason got a bump and climbed up and got a little hand on the linebacker. And 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 I know that this, D'Amico Ryan's talked yesterday about uh, CJ, about uh, Damian Pierce. And he talked about the running game and Damian Pierce and, and B-Mac. Let's pull that one Let's up. Let's do that on the because, other side. On the other side because other I thought I saw the same thing with, I saw a much less kind of dancey Damian. Damian Pierce seemed to really trust no. The process yesterday up front. We'll talk about it on the other side right here. We haven't even gotten to we haven't even gotten started yet. I want to get to that whole first drive and how it set the tone for the game. We'll do that on the other side. But right now we're talking about cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. Yeah, we had some Coors Lights at the game yesterday. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I was there. I had me some Coors, uh, cold, clean, crisp. I had some afterwards watching the next games, watching the afternoon games. Yes, this is what happens when you're watching games. You're going to have cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Lights. I'm at a Wildcat right now. You think we haven't had Coors Lights? out here before? Yes. The answer is yes. There are plenty of Coors Lights that have been flowing here at Wildcat Golf Club. There's, there, are, there are Coors Lights throughout this city, and you've got to take advantage of it. I take advantage of it as much as I can. I'm going to need you to take advantage of it as well. If you're looking for the best way to enjoy whatever it is that you're doing, it's cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. You know that they're always cold because those mountains are blue. You can't tell with your other beers. You can tell with cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. You've got to keep Texas chill. Keep Texas chill, baby. 
Get over here! ESPN 97.5, the only Houston sports station with a bidet. Red sun rises, blood has been spilled this night. Excellent. Johnny G's not going to have to travel far to make today's tea time. He's already at Wildcat Golf Club, where they're hosting the CCA Golf Tournament. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 live from Wildcat Golf Club for the CCA. If you are a fisherman, you need to be here today. Although they filled this thing up, it's a tremendous. Nice job. Uh, the city of Houston has responded. They're going to be out here today. This is a full, it's a full tournament. They're raising money for the CCA to help all you fishermen here in the area. If uh, you want to donate, you can. Uh, just look up uh, CCA and get on. If, if you fish in this area, then you need to help out today. Today's a great day for you to donate something. So, uh, you know, get to CCA and, uh, and, and put something into this thing because they do a great job keeping – uh, con- the con- conservatory, the, the, all the stuff that they do to make fishing great here in the uh, in the Houston area, and throughout the entire state, throughout the entire country, actually. So um, we're talking about the Texans right now, and that first drive really set the tone. CJ running for a first down after it, it bro- th- everything broke down, and CJ got out of the pocket on the third play of the game. And he picked up a nice 11-yard He took no game. time either. It was man-to-man coverage. He saw the left was open. Just went, he just went right He down. did not take a second. Well, you know what I love about it? All of his decision-making was so quick. All of his decision-making. And a couple of times he might have thrown it too quick. He threw a couple into the ground. He got, he, he got rid of it before he got lit up. I, I, I swear, what a clean sheet. Did he I, – I don't remember him getting hit. I mean, maybe a couple of times is all. And against those guys? A couple times. He did a great job of selling any and all um, screens that they had, too. Really did a nice job of, of kind of fooling the Steelers. It was a good job, man. It was Somebody asked, well, how did they take 11 sacks the first two games and zero the next two? Well, here's how. Number one, Bobby Slowick now has a better idea of what he's dealing with up front, and he has to call his plays differently. So he's made Not only that, he's kept guys in and helping out, helping out tight ends. Yeah, you fullback. change. He he's kept the backs in. Yeah, yeah. That's all the play calling is designing what your cover, what your, you know, what your uh, protections are going to be. So he said, okay, well, this is what we'll do. So you make changes, and Bobby Slugs made changes. C.J. Stroud has a better understanding. Okay, I said Ohio State, I got to get, get rid of the ball quicker. He's being coachable when he knows he's got to get rid of it. Like Justin Fields just can't get there. He just can't get there with understanding how to get rid of it. CJ's already figured it out after four games. Yep. And so he's getting rid of the ball, and then I think the players are playing better. They've been coached up, and they're, they're actually engaging for longer. They're doing a better job. That's how, that's how it happens. It's a combination of all three. It's never on one person. It's never on just the O-line. It's never just play caller. It, it takes a group yep. to, to work well. Now, that said, on the other side of the ball, Boy, Matt Canada's terrible. Kenny Pickett was terrible. Yeah. That their their offense is pitiful. If I'm a Steeler fan right now, I'm looking at the Texans and I'm looking at the Steelers and I'm going, wow, they've got it going on a hell of a lot better than we do over here. Uh, with a rookie quarterback. Yep. Uh, it it looked ter- they look awful, awful, awful. But how about that they? What what Texans team would have gotten into the end zone three times on the first drive? <laughs> I mean, never. <laughs> that was the most incredible thing to me. Touchdown, C.J. Stroud, call back. Touchdown, 
uh, um, Damian Pierce called back, and you just think any other time you think, oh, my, this is going to end in a missed field goal. Yeah, that's exactly. Not even field goal, missed field goal. And they say, all right, we'll score three times in the first drive. That's fine. How about that? That that he's able to get in again to Nico Collins for the touchdown. Boy, you want to talk about – okay, so we talked about this with wide receiver a group before the season started as one of, if not the worst group other than Tennessee. Oh, maybe they're okay with a quarterback that – maybe Nico Collins is actually a good wide receiver. Maybe Tank – maybe Robert Woods has a rejuvenation. Oh, oh, is it – is it the wide receivers? Because what, what? Who would have said that this group was actually would actually be able to perform and be doing what they're doing right now? Maybe it's the quarterback. Maybe it's the offense. Maybe it's not those guys. Because every other wide receiver room in the NFL is more talented, right? Not the Carolina one. That one's got no juice. Well, but before this season started. True. Yeah, you thought that. But, but you know, Thielen has, Thielen has a name, but there's no juice in that Carolina wide receiver. No. Room. But, yeah, you talk about it, Bobby Slowick, uh, CJ Stroud, and and the play design. Those, and, you know, Tank and Nico, they're they're probably more talented than we th- – well, Tank certainly, but Nico's more talented than we thought. He was just playing in the dregs of that whatever offense was last year. Yeah. And catching passes this from offense those is built for him better where he yeah. keeps his legs moving like – He's not made for quick stops and stuff. I mean, he can do it because he, he's also going to be – he's a good contested catch guy. But, yeah, their offensive – their wide receiving core is playing better. Yep. They're playing much better than expected. And I don't think Bobby Slowick or D'Amico Ryans ever thought that they didn't have the guys who could be – like, it's the, fans, uh, it's the fans' job and media's job to get down on everything. Yeah. And not their job is what we do. But it's the coaches to say, no, I can – like, I had a GM once tell me this, former GM – and it was just about evaluating talent. He said, he said, don't tell me what, player, what a player can't do. Tell me what a player can do. Because ultimately that's why he's going to be on a football team is what can he do? Like don't focus on the things they don't do well. And I think we have a tendency to focus on things that aren't going well. But what do they do well? Because what they do well is what can lead to wins. Well, that's what every talent evaluator looks at. You know, draft and everything else. You've got to pick them apart. And, and you know what? That's what happens, and everybody gets picked apart to the point where you're yeah. like, he, that guy can't even play that, anymore. Okay, but what can he do? I can, anybody can tell me what he's not good at. Tell right. me what he's good at. So number 27, BMAC, number 27, here is uh, C.J. Stroud talking about his, the chemistry that he's starting to develop, and it is. He's got a chemistry right now with these guys. Here's uh, C.J. Stroud talking about the chemistry with these pass catchers. Just like when I was in school, um, things didn't happen overnight. It took a little process. And I think even being here, I think I've actually gotten a, a good, better chemistry and connection faster than I did back in school. I think it took a little longer back then. But, uh, man, it, it's been a blessing to work with those guys. Those guys work their tails off at practice. Like, if you see Tank's numbers on the catapult during the week, like, you would be like, man, how is he going to play? Uh, that dude's running fast. He's putting a lot of uh, extra mileage in. Uh, same with Nico. Um, and they're constantly working on their bodies, doing what they got to do to play. And every single one of them wants to see each other eat. Like, it was even a blessing to see Mitch get some, get some love today. Uh, I owe him one. I missed him on a little rollout. I got to hit him in stride. But uh, to see him make a play on that end breaker, that was a, a really big thing to see uh, from Mitch because that's somebody that we're going to lean on this year. He's going to be big for us. So building chemistry with everybody, though, like from Brev to Dalt to Tegan to Beck, oh, Beck one, two. And then all the way to the outside to the backs. It's everybody's working together. So uh, just building chemistry every day in practice has been really big for us. That's fun. 
This is so much fun to watch this team. It's we have a, actually we have a decent football team to watch. It's so much fun. We got a great baseball team to watch as well. Get back to the Astros on the other side. And if you want to get in live from Wildcat Golf Club, come on seven three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number to hang out with us. I come out here all the time, and my buddy Tim, he's out here and he's chewing tobacco. And I'm like, get off of it. Do you know what it's doing to your, to between your cheek and gum? Do you know you keep putting something, that tobacco, that nicotine, and, and in the same place day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, and you know what's going to happen? It, it, it's going to hurt you. And it is harmful, and you need to stop already with the dipping. You, what you need is something that is not going to hurt you, hemp in a pouch made of hemp with CBD oil. Now, the CBD oil has healing factors to it. Are you kidding me? As opposed to harming yourself with that tobacco and that nicotine, you're actually helping yourself. You don't spit it out. You swallow it, and you, get, and you are going to get the benefits of that CBD oil. It's so good that CBD American Shaman says we want to carry it as well in select stores here in the Houston area. That's how good it is. You're looking for a great way to wean yourself and still get the satisfaction and still get all the flavors that you want. 975dip.com. That's 975dip.com. ESPN 975.com. Fighter of the night, man. You're a master of karate and friendship for everyone. Say, John and Lance are live in the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios, located at Wildcat Golf Club, home of the CCA Golf Tournament. Lance is lobbying them to allow a disc golf portion of the tournament. And by the looks of it, it's not going well at all. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, live at the CCA Golf Tournament here at Wildcat Golf Club. What is he doing? Just the place to play. Sorry, taking, Lance is showing I, I, me pictures from his trip, and some of France. them are like, "Why are they in his, Why is Why are those in his phone?" Well, no, no. There's a pictures of influencers in taking pictures in there. It's always the most. Let me hold on cringe. before you okay, before you go explain. Ahead. Go ahead. What do you think it looks like from the other end while they're doing what they're doing, and he's, he's pulling good, out his yeah. phone and snapping photos? What do you let think that see, looks let like? Me see All, right. <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, it's in front of the Arc de Triomphe, which I'm sure you've seen. Well, yeah, so there's an influencer doing, taking, taking a picture of an influencer. Why are you taking candids of an influencer? I'll show you why. Well, why are you? Yeah, what are you doing? That's why are you? Why are you expanding? <laughs> it? Why are you expanding it? Imagine the imagery. I wanted when he, to see what you were taking a picture of. It was good, but that's regard. It's not the point. That's of not this the whole, point of the, the conversation. point of the thing. Why are you taking pictures? Because Nicole then did. Her own little, she's clowning them well, by doing her own that's little influencer. That's fine if she's making, she's doing she's her, making a yeah. joke. But you have candidates of an influencer on your phone. Why are they on your phone? Yeah. Because I was showing somebody the diff- what Nicole was doing with the influencer. Uh-huh. Do you know how dumb it looks when you yes. watch people try all to the be time. so you important see to all, see? Especially in Europe, you see them all oh the time. Oh, my it's, gosh. It's there was a, I didn't know that was They're the shot. They're all over taking pictures. They just, it's all like, oh. over the place. Yeah, it and is. Then, so, yeah, so I took some pictures of yeah. people. Yeah, but look at the shots, John. You saw I didn't take shots. one picture of one influencer <laughs> influencing ever, okay? That's creepy. Take it out of your phone. 
This is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, because I got my wife doing the same shot. Okay. So you want to be a side by side? You're gonna. Now, what are you gonna do? Put that on Instagram? I did because I did show a friend, and they're like, "What does she look like?" And I said, "Well, let me get a front shot." <laughs> Don't say get a front <laughs> shot. A, well, uh, just face. Yeah. And yeah. I said, "This is what the influencers look like." You and it's not. They're not. Uh, let's just put it this way: they're not ugly in Paris. No. No, no, no. There's some, there's some pretty people. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. They've got pretty people. Yeah, I don't know In why. Paris, go figure. It's I, the best. I just, yeah. I just don't know why the pretty people are on your it phone. It goes like this. Ole Miss, Paris. That's the, that, those are the rankings? <laughs> Oxford and then Paris? Okay. Yes. All right. So well, at, Ole Miss is the Paris of Paris of what? Southeast. Mississippi? <laughs> yeah. So, let, wait. We got it. We got yeah. Astros win the division. Well, Del's, are look, you Del's kidding making me? too big a thing We've out of one picture. We've been spending so much time <laughs> one? on it's the It's not Texas. one picture. Three pictures of one person. It's making it, too big a deal. It, okay. What were the odds going into this? Okay. It did, is this the best result? Finishing second. Well, we talked about it all last week. Finishing second. What do you mean finishing in, second? In, for in, the Astros. In the number two seed in the no. American League. Oh, in the American League. Yeah. No, the best would have been finishing number two in the wild card. Or finishing one Last. wild card. Uh, no. Finishing if third. Tampa, you had no chance. Tampa's the first you wild card. You finishing third in the wild card? You so no, finish second wild card. No, you no, no, no. Then you would have had Tampa. You, the third in the wild you card would have gone to Minnesota. You don't, Minnesota. You don't want Tampa? No. You want Minnesota. You want Minnesota, you want? and then the Rangers would have been after I'm that. I'm not afraid of Tampa and their mausoleum and play listen, in. No, listen. This is how it worked out for the Rangers. They have to go to Tampa and then Baltimore. Yeah, that's not that's No, not that's ideal. what the Astros would have had to done if they finished sixth. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess if you're right. If they finished fifth. If they finished sixth, they would go to Minnesota and then the Rangers if the Astros had finished sixth. Yeah, so actually. Actually, I think that would have been. Last wild card, and you don't have to worry about these terrible home games. Right, right. No, now you can. Now it all sets up for you. You get a week. You basically get five. You get five days off. You watch all the other teams use up their pitching. Yeah. Although they stay hot, wild card teams advance now. Don't make make they no can. mistake about it. But the Astros have not been a wild card team, and they always advance. That's true. But so I want to ask you: When do we start the? When do we start our? When do we start? Start Saturday. What? No, no, no. Oh, the game? No. When do we start our conversation? We're starting our conversation now. No, no, no. The important one: Who the- makes the roster? Oh, okay. when do we start? Which pitcher makes the roster conversation? Because that's going to dominate starting probably tomorrow. Because legitimately makes the roster. I don't. That's the last guy on the team. That doesn't matter to me. What's the rotation? And oh, by the way, what's the lineup? Uh, we've seen. Guess guess who is persona non grata for for Dusty now? It's Yiner Diaz. He hasn't played at all. He. Yiner's I was out, out of town. Yiner's out. Out. Why is Yiner out? Yiner's what? out. It's, it's Maldonado every every game now. Wait, wait, wait. What? It's winning time. That's why. That's why. No. He, so we play Maldonado. Yiner wait, not, since I've been out of town, it's Yiner has played. Yiner has played since you've been out of town. He played. Listen, he played at home. Not DH'd? He, no. He played at home against the A's. Against No, against the Royals the last two games. And then he got one start since then. Listen, I read I read Dusty. I read Dana Brown's comments on through And he wasn't catching. He was a DH. Dana Brown's comments. I don't know if you guys probably talked about it on the air. Did you talk Am about I, Dana Brown's comments? Uh, he, no. He about was, the lineup? He, he wants to have doing, his best hitters? He was doing a show on, on, on the flagship, and he made a comment that, uh, you know, Dusty's in charge of the lineup, so hopefully Dusty will put better hitters. Like, it basically threw Dusty under the bus, and it let me know. This is Dusty Swansong with the team. He's not based on Dana's comments, where he what was basically doing? saying this is Dusty's deal, and we can't. You know, I don't know. He's going to do hopefully the best hitters play. That just let me know. And now, so Dusty, if Dusty knows this is it for him, 
he's going to go out swinging the what, what he believes in. And what he believes in is Michael Brantley. He believes in um, Maldonado. I'm sure he believes to an extent in a veteran first baseman. You're not going to get away from Abreu. So, yeah, I guess to that extent, so, you're, you're not going to see Yiner Diaz? You're not going to see – no, you haven't seen Yiner Diaz. He, he made one start, and it was at DH. Maldonado has caught every game. Since Basically when? every game since you left, since the Royals. Yeah. That's brand new. Every right? game. Why is every, that happening? Every game. Yeah. So, but that's because – and, oh, by the way, you've got to give a big ups to him, too. Well, they had Maldonado made two plays yes. on Saturday that, that, that's, that, that helped save the game. He threw, down, he threw down to second base on a bunt and got the force there – and then he also uh, threw a runner out at second. And those two plays were just huge for the team. And I don't care. I don't care that Yiner's not in there. Yiner's been th- swinging at a lot. Of- Yiner's got a real slider problem. And, and major and league pitchers know. They, they may have figured Yiner's got out. a real slider problem. Yeah. And we can stop now with all the, the, you know, the Maldonado hate. Because Maldonado has, has come up. And if the pitchers like to throw to him better. By the way, the, the difference in this team over this last week, is pitching. Make no mistake, you can hit all you want. They got one. They, they won two games with three runs in, in Arizona this weekend. Two games with three runs. Two to one, one to nothing. It was all about the pitching. It was about Urquidy coming It was about Verlander coming in and throwing a gem. It was about Urquidy coming in. And that bullpen is the Boy, best. the Urquidy was huge. The bullpen is the best bullpen in baseball in September. How about so Chris- they have turned that thing around. What are our thoughts on Christian Javier after yesterday? I'm That's good. not what bad. Are gonna, what are you going to do? Christian Javier is your, is, is your third starter, and there's nothing you can do about it. 4.56 ERA. Yeah. Uh, that's nothing you can do about it. Christian Javier is your third guy. You, you're not throwing France there. You're not throwing Urquidy there. You're not throwing Hunter Brown for sure. It's, 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 it's Christian Javier and the bullpen. You know he's going to be he's going to have a hundred pitches through four innings. So you're going to you need your bullpen in that for for whenever Christian Javier starts. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six is the number if you'd like to get in here with us on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. I'm talking about Home Bank right now. I'm talking about how good Home Bank is. If you haven't been, if you haven't seen Home Bank, if you're a local business or a, a, listen, a personal checking, a small business checking. You know how important this is? It's so important to have a, 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 a bank that knows how to do small checking. For It's different. For a small business, it's important for a bank to know how to do checking for a small business. They know it. They know what to do, and they do it great. They've been around at home banks since 1908, 115 years, and they're still rocking it. Their standard is for you to reach your financial goals. It's what they do every single day. They've got local bankers with local knowledge to help you get there. And you've got personal and business banking solutions for any need that you have. And it is. Everybody has different needs. So Home Bank can help you out. Five Houston locations, River Oaks, Sugar Land, Gulf Freeway, Clear Lake, Friendswood. But they got 42 total banking centers. It's not like this is some small bank. This is a big bank, and it's right here in the city of Houston now. Stop by any home bank location or visit home24bank.com. Good for business, good for life. Home Bank, member FDIC. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Here, your family. Look at our family now. 